Hi, I'm Larry, and this is Larry's Sort of Fun Stories. Most of what you'll hear here or read about happened sometime, somewhere in my life. You'll hear about my experiences over these many years, and I'll share the, some of the strengths I've received from the lessons learned. You'll also discover that I've made mistakes along the way, but I'm trying one day at a time to live a better life. My hope is through sharing these stories, you'll feel included on this journey. And maybe here's something that'll help you too. So thanks for joining me here on Larry's Sort of Fun Stories. And as I've mentioned, I've got a radio station that I'm really attached to, and that's called Collage Travel Radio. If you check it out on the internet, all you have to do is say, Alexis, play Collage Travel Radio or collagetravelradio.com, wherever you hear good music. And if you'd like to learn about some travel information, it's on Collage Travel Radio as well. Here's a quote. From Courage to Change, which is a book I read daily, from November 21st, it says, Today, I know that I can't fix anyone but myself, and I challenge myself daily to seek a richer and more meaningful life. It seems like Larry's sort of fun stories has been in a pod fade situation. That means you run out of things to talk about on your podcast. Well, Today, I've got another story for you, so I'll be with that in just a minute. But I've got to check with you because the last time I was talking to you, I was talking about losing weight. And yes, I've lost weight. I've gained five pounds back, but now I'm moving back down again. So I'm taking care of myself, and that's what I need to do is to take care of myself. Well, today's fun story is called XLA054. So I've lived in the Claremont, Florida area since 1998. I know I live in Trilogy. That's the place where I live. Well, now I'm telling you everything I know. (laughs) But I still live in the Claremont area. It says, old habits never die. But before that, I lived in Melbourne, Florida for two years, and I worked at Cocoa, Florida in 1982 to 1984. And then my wife, Meg, my son, Josh, and I moved to Chicago for 14 years, awaiting my final call to come back to Florida in 1998. <clears throat> I know, too many dates. Oh, on with the story. Has a number ever saved you money? Well, this story saved me some money when I needed it. When I first moved to Florida in 1982, I was freshly married to my new bride, Meg. She stayed in Lincoln, Nebraska to finish her college work, and I drove the used Honda Civic, which I called the Blue Bomber, from Lincoln, Nebraska to Cocoa, Florida. I was to take a new job at the National Christian Network, which was called NCN, based in Cocoa, Florida, and I was to set up the household. Now, I have to tell you about National Christian Network. It was a great place to work. Television production was at its finest, and with all the latest expensive production equipment, it was fantastic. It was located in an old bowling alley on King Street in Cocoa, Florida. You can still check out the building. I have to borrow this from Wikipedia. The NCN, National Christian Network, was founded by a guy named Ray Cassis in 1975. 
And I've got to tell you this also. He was a great character. I'd never seen a guy on the phone being hounded by a bill collector and smiling at the same time. It seemed that Mr. Cassis owed a lot of money for his satellite transponder to RCA, and they were always threatening to pull him off of the transponder. And his answer was always, you pull me off, I have no way of making the payments. <laughs> he just smiled when he was saying it. Now, the network was the fourth satellite-fed Christian network to be launched, and it was in competition with Trinity Broadcasting Network, PTL Satellite Network, and the Christian Broadcasting Network. Now, here is a unique thing about NCN. NCN shared the same transponder satellite with the Playboy Channel. It was Christian programming from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., and then the Playboy Channel took over control of the satellite for the next 12 hours. As the story was told to me by Ray Cassis, he had fought for another satellite transponder and lost his bid several years earlier to a guy in Georgia named Ted Turner. Allegedly, President Jimmy Carter favored Turner, a Georgia native as well, and the transponder was awarded to Turner, and he created CNN. So Cassis had to settle for this RCA SATCOM-1 satellite and to be the fourth Christian network and find other avenues of revenue to support NCN besides sharing a transponder with Playboy. One of the ways of producing additional revenue was the production side of the operation, and that's where I came in. I was introduced to two famous individuals while managing and directing the production work. One was Al Ganaway. He was a film director, a producer, and screenwriter in the 1950s, and he had filmed a television series called Stars of the Grand Ole Opry. the home of the Grand Old Opry, American Artist presents Classic Country, featuring stars of the Grand Old Opry. The unique thing was he had filmed it in color many years before color television was fully developed. So Mr. Ganaway had the film transferred to videotape to preserve the quality of the programs. At NCN, we edited new shows just by rearranging the artists in different order. You may have seen one of those programs on a PBS station. Sometimes I actually do that with one of my shows called From Stateside. The second person was Philip B. Crosby, who had authored several very popular books on management theory and quality management practices called Zero Defects. So Crosby wanted to produce a movie about his life and management theory, so he enlisted Evelyn Zimlis Jr. to play himself. The production occurred at the very time my son Josh was born in Melbourne, Florida in 1984. <laughs> but I'm totally digressing from my story of XLA-054. Back in 
1980s, it seemed like every time I had to get gas at my neighborhood Shell gas station, I would have to give my license plate number, and it was XLA054. So, in 1998, I got the final call to return to Florida. When I had to get my car licensed again in Florida, I was at the tax collector's office, or at the DMV, to get a new plate, and the clerk there was saying that there'd be a $250 fee to register my car. And I paused in bewilderment, wondering where I was going to get that extra money for this fee. She uh, casually said, unless you had a license plate in Florida before, And I said, why, yes, it was XLA054. She punched several keys on her computer and said, well, Mr. King, that's going to save you $250. (laughs) Funny thing is, I was looking in my garage the other day for something, and I actually found that license plate. The moral of my story is, remember your license plate numbers. It might save you some money. Well, that wraps up this week's story. You can see that it's all been a part of my life, and maybe you've had some circumstances similar to mine. Maybe not. But I hope you've been encouraged and maybe even become a little more curious. So I'd love to hear from you. The best way is by my website at larrysortoffunstories.com. You can drop me a line or share a story. And maybe you'll end up on Larry's Sort of Fun Stories. And don't forget to check out Collage Travel Radio. That's collagetravelradio.com. For music and travel information 24 hours a day. I hope you'll join me again, I'd say next week, but I'm not sure I'm in this pod fade move and maybe I won't be back again next week, but you can check out all my episodes at Larry's Sort of Fun Stories and you'll find out what has happened in my life. Again, thanks for listening and until next time, I'm Larry, always looking for a sort of fun story to share with you.